So I'm basically just going to drive up in a one-er, which might take six hours, unless I take the scenic route via yeah. Dunfermline oh. and other lovely places <laughs> like oh. Forfer and Methyl. Wait, Methyl? Yeah. You know, see the sights. That just sounds like a dangerous place. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, no, I'm just going to head, I'll head up straight up the road and um, get some Krispy Kremes, eat all 12 on the way. And then do nothing for about a week in the far north. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm going to be probably working the whole Christmas break. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. That's just how work has gone now. now. <laughs> this time of year is real good for working hard. I didn't realise like escorts were in such high demand at this point, James. Well, because everyone gives like Christmas vouchers <laughs> as presents. <laughs> so like you get one from your gran. Like, have a fun night. Love, love. Love from me, and I show up. <laughs> well, well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad that you are, you know, you're not begging for money or for foods. You're no, no, I'm in high demand. Living well, seasonal, seasonal, um, seasonal offers. You know, tis the season. Tis the season. Yeah, well, that's I'd good. say two for one, but <laughs> there is only one of me. It's more of like you just pay for me. You just get a double a double portion. And you get a bit of extra time. You get post you get post This is just not post action snuggle. This is not started the way I imagined. Uh well, I mean as much as I'm I'm very happy that you have that work. I'm not so happy that you're going to have to be working through what is notoriously a time where people just at least take a couple of days. I'm hoping for at least a couple of days, yeah. Right, cuz I mean this is for me uh, this is the first time in six years that I've been able to take both Christmas and New Year off. Oh, nicely done, Colin. Because usually you have to work one. You know? there's, al- there's always one of them. So it's actually very nice to have in- essentially like working my butt off this week, working very hard this week to get everything oh, no, finished. You better censor that not safe for work phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. To get everything finished. Yeah, so I was up till like half past three last night, this morning, Yeah, getting all that done, and then I Probably going to be another similarly late one this evening. And then we can relax. You should do the same. Well, the problem with, with me relaxing it is that I don't have the assets I need to work ahead. Assets? The, yeah, the assets. I don't have everything that is required to work in advance. So I've kind of just got to work as the stuff arrives. Right. Okay. Which is a shame. Well, 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 when you're not doing your, your, your second job, obviously your first job requires a lot of editing and like computer power. Yeah. Are you asking Santa for like a better or another computer? Uh, the, computers, the computer should be fine. I'm asking Santa to go and hold all the employees at Adobe uh, hostage <laughs> until they fix their software. That sounds like a great plan. And one yeah. that I'm sure Santa, he'd be happy to do. you're an all-powerful being. <laughs> go make the Adobe folks fix their stuff, please. What's wrong with it? It just keeps crashing. And it's not just on my desktop. I've tried it on a, on a huge big chonker of a laptop too, and it just crashes there as well. Chonker. And it doesn't even give me crash reports. So I can't oh fix anything. My. It just goes, oh, bye-bye now. So this is why you're going to have to essentially yeah. have your Christmas dinner whilst you're editing. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll just have the, I'll have the, the, the plate set on the keyboard. <laughs> clicking about. Oh, James. Well, at least you're here one last time. For, for the year. One last 2018 me. Yeah. I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Because next year is going to be a different me. I'm going to be the same, but in a different year.
those nonsensical sentences are going to be gone next year. Okay. I'm going to learn how to speak over the over the break. Episode 152 of Seesaw Parade. I'm Colin and he is James. I am. The one who works too much and the one who talks too much. You can figure out which one is which. Who knows which is which? Oh, I know, right? Oh. Uh, thank you for everybody who got in touch. Of course, if you want to, you can tweet us at Seesaw Parade. Email in as Ross created recently, seesawparade at gmail.com. Snapchat, seesawparade to see my lovely face just telling you to listen to this show. <laughs> um, and maybe the occasional nude, you never know. You never know. It's a surprise every Friday. Yeah, exactly. At five. Why is it always Friday at five that you send them out? I don't know. I don't know. But if anyone is bored on a Friday and uh, James's services are unavailable... Then Snapchat's where you want to head up. It is. It works every time. Okay, anyway, people who got in touch. David Wood, thank you. Um, who, first of all, said uh, the biggest disappointment of this week's episode, re- referring to last week, came from the Forever Gag, which didn't have this payoff. Apparently, Pokemon have released a movie which is called Pokemon Forever. Oh, another one. I don't care, David, but thank you for I, bringing no, us I, this attention. I, no, I care. That's, that's harsh, Colin. Okay. We'll add it to the list. Uh, he also then suggested some new anime for you to watch, and I won't. I won't get involved in the conversation, but it seemed very intellectual. And I even engaged in that conversation one time, which is thousands of percent more than I usually engage. Yeah, you did actually. You actually replied on I, Twitter. Actually, yeah. So well done, me. Which I can't even get you to do. Yeah, and I, I the anime that he suggested is is called Free, and I believe it is a swimming related anime. Um, he he has implied that it is at least somewhat very gay. Uh, but I would like to report that I have this week and for the past couple of weeks been watching a different anime. It's called Haikyuu and it's about volleyball. Right. And it's not super gay. It's got hints of gay. It's got Can a we, smattering of gay. Is there like, you know, similarly to the word unique, are there actually stages of gay, like very gay, quite gay, a little bit gay? In, in, in anime, yeah, apparently there is. <laughs> Because last time you were watching uh, ice ice skating, ice skating, yeah, which was which was super gay. But this, like, I think I think one measure for how gay a show is would be. I, I want to use a different term, but I can't think of any. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Like we're 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 waving this rainbow flag. Like at least half yeah. of us are here, so we're fine. We can say it. So, <laughs> would be how many frames they have where people where men's lips are very glossy and 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 puffy, right? Right. If you've got if you've got several hundred frames worth of puffy glossy man man lips, your show is probably very very gay. Whereas if you don't have any at all, okay, it's probably not very gay. That's that's a good uh, a good uh, barometer of measuring the gayness of a show. <laughs> How did we get? <laughs> Never mind, everybody. Okay, uh, thank you for getting in touch, David. Also, thank was, you for getting in touch. Was uh, mourning the loss of Tumblr, although, and I'm taking his word for it here. He did say that certain images still remain on the site as of this week even though this was meant to be the end ah. of all NSFW images so mm. I will take his word for it I have not checked I haven't checked either of course you haven't. We, we should do some um, investigatory <laughs> digging some, <laughs> we should have some journalistic integrity shout out to Angelia as well who also got in touch uh, was getting involved in that anime chat I left you guys to it feel free to Stoke that fire again, Colin. You should you should watch you should watch some. I will eventually. Like when I have start with some films. Start with some anime films. Okay, right. We'll we'll do that. And also, thank you to Izzy who um, was I think just very relieved that Cecil Parade had an episode. So thank you, Izzy. Very kind. Let's uh, start with the, the the actual show, shall we? This is the last, as I said, last episode of 2018. So we're gonna like 
going to take a chill. We're going to spice it up by taking it chill. <laughs> what we're going to do, actually, to start with, is uh, talk about some of the things we've seen at the start as opposed to the oh, very I... end. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, James, you have some pick and mix here. I already talked about my own. Which would you like to hear about first? Oh, I want to hear about... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, oh. give, I'll, give, you, I'll give the audience the option, and you're the only one who gets to choose, so... Oh, no, yeah, so audience, call in to our Seesaw Parade phone number, which is just dial the word Seesaw Parade on your phone, and let us know which option you want okay. from the following list. Okay, so in the past week, I have seen Aquaman, Roma, Sorry to Bother You, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Which one would you like to hear about first? Spider-Boy. Spider-Boy. Okay. Out of the four films, I enjoyed this one the most. It is such a good time. That's really good to hear. So if you haven't seen this one, it's like, I know people will roll their eyes, and I kind of did. You're like, oh, another Spider-Man film? You kidding? It's animated, but it's, mm-hmm. it is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, it's, it's stunning to look at. As the visuals are incredible. They must have spent literally years on this. Now, there's two things. Within maybe 60 seconds of this film, I realized, oh, this is going to be excellent. Mm-hmm. Because they start in a very, you know, not in like a, an RC way, but they go very meta in that they reference the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, including Tobey Maguire's weird dancing in Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah? Within the first 60 seconds, you're like, oh, oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and from then it really does set the tone second of all i was unaware that this is from phil lord and chris miller oh yeah who did jump street who did the lego movie and who kind of did star wars who kind of did star wars solo and once i realized that i was like oh man makes sense and you can see their you can see their fingerprints all, all over it it is funny it's what's well, hilarious it's so visually stunning. I've never seen a film like it. Mm-hmm. It has, it does, it like it pays the fan service, but not in like a really sycophantic way. It's just so much fun. And it has a Stan Lee cameo, which is probably his best ever. Oh, nice. Okay. Honestly, it was just brilliant. And if you're going to go see a movie over the festive period, go and see this film. It will change your life well maybe not but it's it will change, it will change your outlook on, on animated superhero films i would say it's my favorite spider-man film ever Ooh. honestly it was that good okay i've got some spider-man reporting to do oh really yeah i saw on the old youtube recently uh-huh. uh a spider-man short film that some someone produced so there's a oh, pretty pretty big youtube channel called corridor digital and if you just go find them look at their spider-man film it's actually really good they've got they've captured the character very well it was written by one of their interns basically who did the whole thing and and i could do that it's cgi rather than animated but it's set rather than in in modern times it looks like it's set in 80s in the 80s so it's a spider-man but in the 80s and genuinely couldn't believe how on point it was for such a short thing that is so hard to pull off with all the cgi but small studio so if you go find that, there's another good Spider-Man film for you to watch. There we go. Right. What's next, James? Which one would you like to hear from next? Roma. Roma. Okay. So you lovely audience will probably have seen and heard of Roma if you've been logging into Netflix in the last few days. Because... Oh, it's been one of those that Netflix is going here. Yeah. It's like, here, everybody here, watch this film. Here's something that you'll like. Watch this one. The first thing, if you're unaware, three things to note. It's black and white. 
Mm-hmm. It's entirely in Spanish or Mexican. Mm-hmm. And it's from Alfonso Cuaron, who did Gravity, Children of Men, Y Tu Mama También Too. Some very good films. So, oh, some like literally award winning films. He's awesome. This film, the first hour, I, I was kind of like, I'm not really sure where this is going. It's very meandering. It, once you've seen the entire thing, you're like, right. So basically, he's just building you up to get to the finale where he absolutely shatters you. Okay. And the main character is a, a, it's a maid. It's kind of semi autobiographical. It's, uh, semi-autobiographical even. Yeah, no, autobiographical. <laughs> it's looking at Alfonso Cuaron's childhood, but focusing on the character of the maid. Oh. And honestly, apparently she was a teacher. This is her first ever acting gig. Wow. It's a phenomenal piece of work. Okay. You know, it's it's not one of these things like, don't go into it expecting... It's not flashy. Absolutely. It is following the life of this maid. Wow. And it's entirely in Spanish slash Mexican. But you'll enjoy it. It is... I mean, it's, there's two scenes in particular, one in a delivery room and one uh, by the sea, which are shot in what appears to be one take. Okay. And they are some, both of them are like heart and mouth moments. Yeah. You're thinking, is, 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 is this happening? Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, this is happening. Okay. This is happening. Great. Oh, wow. There are tears. And this is on Netflix. Um, yes, it's on Netflix. I saw it at the GFT because oh, they were course, doing it for yeah. like one, yeah. one night only. Nicely done. Um, it is a really, really lovely film. However, it is not for everybody. Right. So you have to for be example, a filmy person? Yes. For example, I'd say, for example, just to, just, to, just to pick a name out of thin air, my older brother Kenneth would probably watch 20 minutes of this and think, this is terrible. This is boring. Okay. Sorry, Kenneth. So, sorry, Kenneth. Sorry. Whereas I think someone like yourself Yee-hi. would enjoy it very muchly. Oh, Thank you. Very, very muchly. Very muchly. I'm I do think not- it's, a, it's for a certain audience. Some people will think it is the worst thing they've ever seen. Other people will be like, wow, this is a really stunning piece of work. Now, I remember the trailers made this look pretty beautiful, pretty well shot, and also pretty slow. Slow, yes. Slow, yes. And then everything was good except the logo font. <laughs> One thing I still remember about that film is that the logo just looked like I could make it. Okay, last two. Either Aquaman or Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to bother you, please. Right. Okay, sorry to bother you. So this is from Boots Riley, who is a first-time director from Oakland. I think he's a former rapper. And he's brought together this cast, including Lakeith Stanfield, who's from Get Out, and also the most recent Girl in the Dragon Tattoo film. You'll recognize him. He's, he's quite a, a well-kent face at this point. All right, yeah. Terry Crews, Tessa Thompson as the main nice. female lead. Army Hammer's in there, in there as well. Uh, and David Cross who's Tobias from Arrested Development. Yeah. The, the entire film, the concept of the film is this guy, Lakeith Stanfield, who is joined a telemarketing company and he's selling people things over the phone, but he finds that with his own voice, mm-hmm. he is having quite a difficult time selling anything. So right. he's urged so, by... He sounds, he sounds too... Uh, too something. Too black. Oh, too, there we go. He says it. Yeah. Yeah, he said it. So... Danny Glover, who's in the, the desk across from Lakeith, says, use your white voice. Mm-hmm. And so the re- so every time Lakeith picks up the phone, the character Lakeith Stanfield's playing picks up the phone, he then transforms into David Cross. Now, if you, can, mm-hmm. if, you, if you know David Cross's voice, he is as white and American as you can imagine. Yeah, I remember. I remember this trailer. This was funny. Yeah, so everything is overdubbed. And that is then referenced, like, to the extent that he'll do the voice. Everybody's like, whoa, you sound overdubbed, man. Yeah. Uh, it is... The film starts so promisingly, like the first 
hour, I was really into it and think, thinking, wow, this is great. Yeah. And I did enjoy the film, but the last, I'd say probably half hour, 40 minutes, the film descends into just surreal, absolute madness. Okay. Which I will not spoil, but okay. it turns from being this kind of, you know, a little bit weird, kind of off the wall, but funny. Charming. Char- absolutely charming and, and very, very funny. With some like elements of kind of social commentary and all this, and it, I honestly was really really enjoying it. And then it just takes a total ninety degree turn, mm-hmm. and uh, you're thinking, "Well, I was not expecting that to go like this." And then, of course, uh, yeah, the film kind of plays out. So, if you've got nothing better to do, if it's on Netflix, I'm sure it will be on Netflix at some point. Give it a watch, see what you think. But my goodness, weirdest film I've seen this year. Oh. Well, you've made me want to see it with that la- la- with that latter slogan. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> Lastly, right. Aquaman. This was oh my! Like again, I enjoyed it, which is a surprise. Which is a surprise because it's DC. <laughs> so yeah, I was surprised that I enjoyed it. I'm surprised how much I enjoyed it. If Sorry to Bother You is the weirdest film I've seen this year, Aquaman is the most bonkers, like just flat out ridiculous. You, There's a scene early on in which an octopus is playing the drums. There is a scene early on in which an octopus <laughs> is playing the drums. Which they could have taken out of Shark Tale or like Finding Nemo. Yeah. And would not have seemed out of place in either of those films. But in this one, you're thinking, right, so we're trying to be semi-serious, but the, the film realizes... Well, it's Aquaman. That actually, no, it's Aquaman. Yeah. We can be a bit ridiculous with it. We can have people mounting sharks, shooting lasers out of their dorsal fins, and we can have crab people shooting and exploding lava out of themselves. Okay. This sounds extravagant. It's from the director James Wan, who did Fast and Furious 7, I want to say, and also The Conjuring, and some other films. So he's he has done some good stuff. Clearly, just he and the, the team have said, how mad can we make this? Because, yeah, they could have they could have stuck with, like, nice and straightforward and just done some, like, classic underwater fight scenes. But no, they really go all out. There's crocodiles, there's sharks, there's weird underwater devil goat creatures. All right. Not even kidding. Um, but yeah. that being said, Jason Momoa is awesome as, as Aquaman. He was born to play that part. And yeah, and the film knows it's stupid, and it plays into yeah, it. Yeah, the storyline can't be can't be revolutionary. The villains are are pretty poor, um, but that's yeah, it's, it's superhero films. You know, you you you're not expecting it to be amazing, right? But or, but probably worth a Netflix. It's fine. Like it's, I did enjoy it. Although you compare it to Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and it just pales in comparison. It is no Suicide Squad, and that is what I've seen. Worth the Netflix. If if you have the chance to see Aquaman, then yeah, see it. It's probably just getting it's getting a lot of extra credit for being a DC film that's not bad. People are so relieved it's not terrible that they're like, oh yeah, it's good. Promise. It was good. Just wasn't that good. Yeah. You compare it to Wonder Woman, which is a, which is a genuinely excellent superhero film. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not in the same league. It's certainly closer, much closer to it than any anything else DC have Colin, done. You, you, you're you're wrong. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are in the same league. Don't don't say it. Okay, right. Okay, James, talk me through some things that you've seen whilst my voice recovers. Well, as I as I mentioned earlier, like I've just been focusing almost entirely on on, a, on an anime called Haiku, and it's about a high school volleyball team. Do they say haikus in Haiku? No, um, <laughs> it's about a high school volleyball team, um, a team that is form that was formerly a, a fab team, pirate house, amazing, okay. and now 
are like not so great and the new players that come to join the team and their rise and their growth and their development and there's so many characters in this show so many and you love every single one of them it's not like there's a couple of protagonists and everybody else's background characters who don't have any right individual traits everybody has a reason that you learn why they are the way they are and the show is very intelligent like that it manages to give everybody character even the opposing teams that are that you know for two episodes you get they get character and that is something that I find very impressive. So at some parts of the show, are you just watching like uh, anime volleyball matches? No, so there are entire episodes dedicated to matches. Really? There is entire episodes dedicated to training montages. Wow. There's entire episodes dedicated to just being a school kid. Um, and I was surprised, and I still am surprised, as to how they can keep making volleyball matches entertaining. <laughs> Because you'd think it's just the same thing over and over again. It's just spike and, and the other guy saves, yeah. receives it and then they, they spike and then whoever... Sp- but every single one is entertaining. Cause, partly in part because of all the character that they're giving every yep. other team and all, their own, the, all your own boys' um, development. It's, it's so cleverly done. This show is brilliant. Right, okay. That sounds interesting. Uh, I think of all the animes you've described so far, that one... It's probably the most appealing. Colin, I would say give that one a, show, a, a shot first. Start If you want to start off then in sports anime route, start with Haikyuu. Okay. Duly noted. Do they have just like a whole range of different sport animes? They've got like a cycling one and, a, and an ice skating one. They do have a cycling one. It is called Yamamushi Pedal or Yomam... I can't remember. It's not Yamaguchi Pedal. That's a character. In- or Tamagotchi Pedal. Yeah. There's a, there's a cycling one, there's a swimming one, there's a ice skating one, there's a volleyball one, there's a basketball one. I'm pretty sure they'll have done one for all the sports by now. Okay. Anything else before we uh, talk about actual things? I haven't really watched too many episodes of anything else. Nothing real to report. I'll come back to you. The one thing I have watched in terms of TV has been Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Which is coming off Netflix at the end of December. Wait, what? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Um, oh okay I, I finally saw the episode where he talks about the Sichuan sauce I now understand that reference oh you understand the global culture that was <laughs> yep Sichuan sauce for two weeks I now get it and also the show is excellent and it's a it's a funny one that they're playing because you really root for the characters even though Rick mm-hmm. is a Man, total a monster. monster absolutely yeah and Parts of the time you're like, why do I like you? Why do I want you to survive this? Mm-hmm. And yet you still do, yeah, which is do. down to the writing. Yeah, and they give him they give him some really dark moments in that show that make you really feel for him. Uh, that show is well well written in that regard as well. Uh, even though I think some of the jokes are falling flat in the latter seasons, it becomes less funny and more just like shocking. There was a few jokes. There was one. I think some of the character developments become huge. There was one in particular about a U.S. gymnast coach. Which I was like, I laughed, but I was like, how on earth did they get away with that? That was dark. Mm-hmm. It was very dark. But uh, mm-hmm. honestly, I've really enjoyed it. And I'm, again, I apologize, like Jack Horseman, for taking so long to actually get around to watch it. Yeah. But I did it. So be proud. Well done, Colin. Okay, let's talk about movies and other things which have not come out yet. Which, yeah, let's talk about things that we haven't seen. Okay, Hellboy, which is <gasps> the... This was so promising. Which is the reboot of the franchise from about 15 years ago. Which they told us that they were going to make darker and more horror-focused. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. With David Harbour from Stranger Things as the titular character. First trailer is out. Let's have a listen. If there is ever an end in this 
forever war? It will be because of you and your strong right hand. Bad. James, are you gonna put in the segment of the trailer where it's like really dark and horror focused? What did you think of this trailer? I thought that in this trailer they aimed to try and make Thor Ragnarok, and they've gone ahead and made Suicide Squad. I was gonna say I think this looks horrible, mm-hmm. and not was, not like a not like a horror. Oh wow, I can't wait to see this way. Like a this looks yeah. really awful way. Just looks bad. They've got sound effects. They've got they've got a sound effect of Hellboy winking. When he doesn't even wink. I don't know who made the trailer. I hope they've just taken the film and the film is actually dark and the film is actually horror focused and then they've made it this to try and sell it. But I don't think so. I think this film is just way off genre. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the, the vibe I get. So first of all, it's set in England. So that's a bad start. <laughs> and then also there just has like, just the, like the ending montage, like the last 30 seconds was a mix of just bad humor bad cgi mm-hmm. faceless like nameless monsters popping up just doing so their many thing. monsters to see he, this hellboy isn't a character who's based around monster killing right i know it looks like it but if you ever read the comics or even if you watch the original films he's based around like an existential crisis not monster slaying yeah give him some give him some character focus i don't want humor that is obvious and the way they've done it. And Hellboy humor is like subtle. It's surreal. And also even Whereas, even the filming quality of the, the, the trailer, it was lo- it looked like it had been shot on an episode of Coronation Street in terms of mm-hmm. like everything which was human based. And unsurprisingly, even though people might be surprised, the makeup is so much worse than in the Del Toro film. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he's he's like the expert of monster makeup. Whereas in this film it just looks like they've painted someone's face red and put a weird chin on him. <laughs> I I'm I'm sad, because I had high hopes for this. When they said it was going to be dark and horror-focused, I was so excited. Likewise. Now look at it. Okay. Suicide Squad, but only one person. Suicide Solo. <laughs> Lastly, uh, in terms of movie news, Aladdin, the first images of Disney's live-action reboot. Yep. Yeah, you heard that right. I've come out mm-hmm. with two characters playing Aladdin and Jasmine. I think Smina Masood is playing Aladdin. Will Smith, though, is the genie. Mm-hmm. Yay! Everyone likes Will Smith. He's not a Scientologist. <laughs> he, correct. Uh, have you seen the images? There's no trailer yet, just pictures. Oh, there was a, there was a trailer. It just hasn't got anyone in it. Oh, really? I think there was a trailer. It was like a, the redo of the of him entering the, the cave Oh, no, I've seen that before. Yeah, face. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, this, this is the first pictures of Will Smith coming out. First pictures of characters, and it just, yeah, it looks a bit cheap. It looks like a pantomime. Which maybe it is. Maybe it's a pantomime. Maybe they just filmed a pantomime. <laughs> yeah, you maybe they did. Maybe they went to the Inverness Eden Court Theatre and just filmed that. <laughs> Will Smith's a genie at Inverness. <laughs> yeah, they've kept it. They've kept it quiet. Uh, I, I'm unconvinced. Apparently, by these to, to make all your unconvincedness go away, the genie is going to be blue. I promise. Yeah, says Will Smith. So they've said he will become a CGI blue thing at some point. Yeah, but currently he's just dressed like the genie. And looks like Will Smith. He's never going to be as good of a genie. To describe it to our visually impaired listeners, Will Smith's character is in like a blue robe with some uh-huh. sparkly things on it. Uh-huh. He's a shaved head, except for yeah. what looks like the remnants of a man bun, which have been... Yeah, tuft. Yeah, it's like a tuft. But they've been... Uh, yeah. I want to say plateaued, but that's not the word. 
Like Oh man, now you've got that word in my head. The, Why would you do what's that? What's the word like all pleated? Pleated. <laughs> plateaued, pleated, same it's been plateaued. difference. <laughs> yeah. And I think he just looks really stupid. But that he didn't look great. No, he didn't. But the thing, like another thing, is like, it's Guy Ritchie doing this film. It is. There's going to be a disaster. So how is he going to fit in like a slow motion fist fights? And also, I'm intrigued to see what accent Will Smith goes for because he's clearly no. He's doing him. He's he's doing himself. It's... Much like Robin Williams was just Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah, Robin was in... just yeah. But that worked. Will Smith will just be doing Will Smith, and that won't work. If Will Smith does his accent from Concussion, which was that film from a two years two years ago where he was playing a Nigerian doctor. It was that was a bad accent. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should do that. Just from the look he's going for, I'm thinking, is he going to do something weird? He's not doing. No, he'll be himself, and most of his lines will be ad lib, improv, because they're wanting to. Oh, they're really trying to recapture the original genie, which was just Mr. Williams being hilarious all the time. But Mr. Smith isn't so funny. Okay, we'll get. Well, I'll. We'll wait and see until that first trailer comes out. I'm sure it is just around the corner. Right, James. Let's talk about news stuff. News. Uh, suppose we should talk about Brexit first as opposed to Gatwick Airport, though, right? Brexit is a little more significant. Just a little. Okay, so, since our last episode, Theresa May stayed as Prime Minister. She survived a vote of no confidence. From her own party. She From her own party. Uh, she announced that the Brexit vote, which was delayed, will now take place in January. Yay, and January. on Wednesday, Jeremy Corbyn was caught mouthing stupid women. Or maybe he said stupid women. People. Stupid people, right? So just uh-huh. just to, to to explain this Which one, is much better to say Dur- during Prime Minister's questions, Theresa May literally went all pantomime villain and said, "Oh yes, he isn't. Oh no, he's not." Blah 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 yeah, blah. It was blah. really funny. That was a good bit by the. But the enemies are are on your benches. Maybe you should look behind you. And you're thinking, right? <laughs> this is awful. Seeing as this country is is currently going to the dogs, and you're making pantomime jokes. But after yeah, that... it's not the time for jokes, Mrs. Mrs. May. When Theresa May sat down, Corbyn was then caught on camera mouthing what certainly, to me, looked like stupid women. He was then called back in after the furore had subsided. And he stood up and gave a wee speech and said, Actually, I said stupid people. Mm-hmm. Which maybe is a lie, but who cares? I'm no lip reader, but I look at it and I think he's... To me, he says stupid women. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've seen it. He's a mumbler, right? People and women kind of make the same mouth shape. Yeah. I don't much care what he said. He's, he insulted the other the people on the other side of the room off the record. He's not realised there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, but he it's just, it doesn't matter. An insult's an insult. Stupid women, stupid people, they're both an insult. He did it off the record. Um, he shouldn't have done it. It was a dumb move. He shouldn't have to resign. It was a dumb move. Yeah. I, I don't much care. At this point, I don't care what everyone's saying in there if it's not serious. It's also just completely trivial. And the jokes aren't serious. The insults aren't serious. All of this doesn't matter compared to the subject. Yeah, the, we're talking about Brexit and a vote being delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, looking, t- We're looking at just having a no-deal Brexit at this point. Yep. And that's not good. I don't care who's doing what. Sort it out. Can we talk as well? I've just realized I did not add this in, that the New York Times revealed this week, and this will be... Maybe not news to you, James. You probably knew it already. Mm-hmm. That Facebook had been sharing users' private messages or access to private messages with Spotify and Netflix. Oh, no. What? Imagine. Yeah. People messaging and companies taking advantage of it when we think it's private. Oh, boys. It was one of these ones I read it and I was, I, I was simultaneously unsurprised and also horrified. Yeah. Because nothing, nothing 
I read that and think, all oh, right, oh great. So all these companies could actually read every private message I've sent. Mm-hmm. Fab. If you send it on Facebook. They'll track down my drug dealers now. WhatsApp is still supposedly encrypted, uh, but that's I owned don't by believe Facebook. That. So maybe it's got backdoor decryption. Yeah, I don't believe it's that. It's kind of hard to do end to end without us noticing. That's incredibly sad yeah. though. And like, can we just go back to the way the internet was ten years ago when people just used Bebo and sent love to other profiles yeah that was great. And everyone used aol and no one knew how it worked msn messenger sending nudges to your crush yep sending nudges instead of never never mind <laughs> exactly exactly those were simpler times james those were the those were good days where, where the internet was a wild land and we were but we were but but settlers on this new continent whereas of internet. whereas now the corporations just spend lots of money so they can see Everything about you. Yeah. Well, the internet used to be the product, and now we are. We are the product. Oh, man. Sad times. Okay. Uh, wrapping up. Elon Musk, our favorite here at CSO Parade. Yay, Mr. Musk. You're endlessly entertaining. <laughs> Showing off his prototype road tunnel to the world at a, a tunnel. conference in LA. So basically, this is another great idea from the Tesla billionaire, gazillionaire. And what he's proposed is a tunnel network underneath LA in which cars could travel up to a mile at 150 miles an hour to save people time, essentially. Mm -hmm. So he opened this prototype and yesterday, uh, I think the cars were going up maybe 47, 48 miles an hour. Which, you know, for Uh, a city isn't isn't too slow. Which is all right. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty decent. Not bad. James, thoughts on this and Elon Musk's boring company, which is literally what he's called it. Well, it's a company that does bore. It bores tunnels. So nicely done, Elon. That's some good wordsmanship. Um we put somebody in front of it, he literally would bore them to death. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. That was that was bad. No, but it, it would happen. If you got in front of a boring machine, boys, you're you're mince. <laughs> uh anywho's. People have had tunnels for ages. This is just like a subway but without the train. But he's also kind of got trains because he's talking about having electric skates. Yep. Which is basically like a train but a car sized train. Uh, I don't really know what makes this special except Elon Musk did it and therefore people are excited because he didn't invent tunnels. Glasgow's got a tunnel. What? And I'm pretty sure Elon didn't dig Glasgow's tunnel. I I can't guarantee that. I've not done any... Unless he can time travel. Yeah, I've not made sure that he didn't dig it, but I think he didn't dig it. It's kind of cool. Things are going fast in a city, but the more public transport and the more different transport methods you add, it never seems to work. Things just seem to keep getting worse because populations keep getting bigger. So this might help, but I don't think it's revolutionary. It's a tunnel, right? Unless he gets it going 100 miles an hour and actually working cheaply for everybody. I'm not, I'm not sold. Okay, penultimately this week, Gatwick Airport drones have been causing chaos <gasps> at London's uh, biggest airport, causing delays of almost 24 hours at this point. Because of the sightings of drones, at least two, industry-sized, not ones you can just buy in a shop, Ooh. flying over perimeter fences. James, um, at the moment, they're talking about about 10,000 passengers delayed at the moment. Uh, roughly 400-plus flights cancelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems like a pretty big deal, but my question, they're still trying to find these drones and also where they're coming from and who's flying them. Yeah. How do you even start regulating something like this? Because this obviously has, yeah, some potential to, if it's shutting down airports at this stage, imagine what it could do in a few years. Well, people, it's kind of easy to shut down airports, yeah. Stuff like this just interfere with the airspace around airports. It's getting shut down. Um, 
how you regulate it. I reckon they're going to try and make drones illegal unless you've got a license. So if you, if you want to get a drone, you have to get a license, and then the drone's probably going to have a tracker that can get tracked by the government. But then people can remove that and buy drones in the black market because regulation never works. Nope. Things are just going to be bad. Drones have been invented, and now drones are going to be a bad thing forever. But we're also going to get some nice little videos from them as well. People cutting together <laughs> drone montages. That's nice, so it's worth it. Okay, lastly, Fortnite. That, that fun game, which I've never played. I've played it. It's kind of fun. Uh, are being sued by the so-called Backpack Kid and also Afonso Ribeiro from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. because apparently Fortnite stole their dance moves without asking yeah, them. I'm pretty sure you can't copyright dances. Well, see, this is my question. Can you? I don't think so. And I don't even think Alfonso invented that one. I think he just popularized it. So he's, he's saying, I made this cool. Stop stealing my, th- my, my thing that I made cool. I, I'm not sure you can copyright dances. I'm not sure you should be able to copyright dances. I think copyright needs to be toned down a wee bit. We need to be able to sue less. But also, <laughs> this dance has been in games forever. Doom had it. Uncharted had it. Like ra- The most random games have had this. Mm-hmm. League of Legends had it. It's not even like a small game. And this is the first time he sues? It's just because it's a popular game and you're going to get sued if you're popular. Yeah, and also, I'm sure Fortnite's argument will be, you know, you're on a show which you did a dance move, but you didn't create said dance move. People were doing that dance move probably for hundreds of years before that. And also, you can't copyright dance moves. Also, how much money must he have to just be like, yeah, I'm going to sue Fortnite? He probably got a lot of money, and he's probably hoping that they'll just settle instead of going to court, which maybe they will. Maybe they'll just give him a token amount of money. Because they are like every other game ever that has dances in it, just stealing dances. Not every game makes up its own dances. They usually just take them from pop culture. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, James. This is the first time people are getting sued for the it. The last thing on the running order says Keanu, what a lad he is. Explain this, please. Oh, Keanu. Mr. Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Like In the most unsurprising news in all of forever, Keanu Reeves is still just a good guy. Instead of getting accusations of molesting people, he's now getting accused of having a foundation that supports children's hospitals and cancer research. Oh, really? What a lad. Yeah, he just he funnels lots of his own money that he makes from all his projects into a foundation that he's not even got his name on. Oh, mine. Well, that's really great. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a lovely guy. So he said he has a private foundation that's been running for five or six years, and it helps aid a couple of kids' hospitals and cancer research research he doesn't like to attach his name to it he just lets the foundation do what it wants that's awesome he's a good lad keanu is endlessly a good lad he's giving up seats for people that are pregnant he's 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 giving (laughs) his money away he's just he tells us all and one of the things he said in the past was you don't need to be always happy to have a good life and i was just like what a lad what a message i like him on a similar note do you did you ever hear about what happened to the rapper akon no he ended up starting a company which just brought like clean water and lights and electricity to literally millions of people in africa hey just google econ he's he's a busy man a busy lad helping a good guy people. i like good people right time is up james uh i feel we should um end this with some sort of festive message oh merry christmas is that it <laughs> is there anything else and a happy new year there we go that'll do yeah that, okay i'll take that I'll take i made that. that one don't steal it I invented that phrase. I will sue you if you steal it. Thank you for listening, one and all. James, have a lovely time off. I really hope you do take some actual time Hi. off. Enjoy uh, your, enjoy your very long break, Colin. Well done, you. <laughs> Thank you. I will see you and everybody else in, in 2019. Goodbye, everybody. Yes. Goodbye, Colin. Bye. Goodbye, Keanu. Bye.
by Japanese volleyball players. 